0: We hope you had a merry Christmas and we wish you a happy new year here at Gareth Jones Go on Give them a happy new year wishes, guys. Happy
1: new year.
0: I agree with Zog. Happy new year. You humbug, meister. No, 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 no. Happy new year. Happy
1: Festivus. <laughs>
0: That's right. The generic festival for the seagulls. Ah, very good. The festival for the residents. Is you this a Seinfeld thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Welcome to Gareth Jones on Street. Based on one of the writer's dads, who genuinely used to celebrate it. That's where it
0: all
1: came from. Apparently. No, really. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. He Used yeah. to celebrate around an unadorned aluminium pole. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look at up. Yeah. This is Gareth Jones on Speed with Richard Porter. Hello. And Zog. Hello. And me, Gareth Jones, and somewhere Violet Berlin, but... Uh, no tinkling little bell no. means she's not yeah. in the room. The plan was to do a full-on, formal Gareth Jones on Speed awards this year, but the trouble is, we did it two years ago, you see, and it was great. It was top fun. And then I watched Top Gear recently, and Top Gear did an award ceremony, which was almost exactly the same as ours in terms of structure.
2: (laughs) In fairness, we did exactly the same thing on Top Gear two years ago. Uh, I think we just pretended it hadn't happened (laughs) last time. But but this year, we're being a little bit more self-conscious.
0: So rather than do something which has already been done so very well by then, we thought we'd just have a more informal chat about some of the best things that have happened on Gareth Jones on Speed, in our opinion, and some of the things that have happened in the world of motor racing and cars. In the last 12 months. I suppose we should save, you know, our favourite car of the year till last of all. Should we start off, I, I sort of trailed this vaguely, motorsport disappointment of the year. Any suggestions you guys, nominations? I've got one. Do you want to have a think about one well, Will I tell you mine? at the risk
2: of sounding insensitive, I think Honda failing to perform yeah. throughout the season and then finally the company announcing that they're pulling out altogether was a bit disappointing for reasons that we talked about on the last programme because yeah. I think they could. Have gone on to great things. Who knows? I mean, it, it, you just can't say, but it just seems a shame they're not around. But they did have a pretty lousy season. And, you know, Jensen Button, the British racing driver we used to like before Hamilton came along deserves better, I think, because on his day he can still pull it out. I'll tell you another disappointment sorry, I'm hogging all the disappointments, but it was uh, Coulthard's last race.
0: Oh, that was my nomination! Oh, sorry, Uh, there
2: you go you can can express all our sort of sense of feeling.
0: I I know I did sort of predict it, I said yeah, he's going to be out the first corner, isn't he? I did say that and it did actually happen, but I didn't want it to happen, I didn't really expect it to happen, I was just being a bit wry, and when it did happen, I was massively disappointed, because I have an enormous affection for David Coulthard for lots of reasons mainly i he was one of the first formula 1 drivers i got to know and interview way back when he just started at McLaren I did a big days filming with him at McLaren and he was brilliant he was only a lad and then I interviewed him when I was at Suzuka in Japan in 99 or 98 something like that and he was laughing and joking an ace with me so I loved him for that and he's a great racer he's had some great races uh, for him to go out in that miserable last race was really disappointing for
1: me really 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 disappointing how about you Zog? have I stolen your well well, that too That that certainly came to mind but on a personal note, not uh, making it to Le Mans this year was, uh, was, was, oh. was a shame. I had, had various possible plans, none of which came together. I'm going to make sure that, that doesn't happen again next year. And? Also, on an actual sort of motorsport note, it's a slightly vague thing maybe, but the let's call it the standard of stewarding at races has been, it's been a huge patchy. disappointment. Yeah. It's... Yeah. I, yeah. I don't get it. I don't understand what's going on. Is patchy the word um, that we
2: use when we mean something else that we probably can't say because it might get... Sketchy yeah. is yeah, maybe patchy, phrase... Of, I uh, think we all know what we mean when we go say on. patchy. Ah. Use the proper word. Go on, Richard. Shambles.
1: That's- <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it, it doesn't make any sense. You know, nobody understood... It makes a whole per- bunch of decisions. Yeah. Uh, makes perfect sense if you want to keep the championship you, entertaining.
0: Well uh, yes, if
2: turned into Stevie Wonder. My heads <laughs> The wobbly <laughs> head. Can you imagine what well, you know the way that Stevie Wonder <laughs> uh, uh, plays the piano and wobbles his head around, particularly during something like I Just Called to Say I Love You. Uh, that's what Gareth's doing, doing with you. his head at the moment. I'm not really sure weird. I
0: understand that body language of that as well, but I'm <laughs> I'm doing it. Yeah, does he? Right, <laughs> okay, so, mm. I was going to add to your disappointment, Zog. No, you please
1: know, don't, I've had enough enough for the
0: year. But Well, not only were you not there at Le Mans with us, which was disappointing for us, especially yeah. as we flew in, had free yeah, booze it? and all that, it was great, but then to sort of send you pictures from the start finish straight, look where we are Zog oh it's great and then we get a, a sad text back from Zog which says yeah I can't even get it on the TV as well I'm at my girlfriend's house and she doesn't subscribe to Eurosport oh that was disappointing for us
1: it, so, believe yeah. me it you was, was at the too. point at which you were Managed to, I, I
2: wish
0: Gareth had got
1: an iPhone as well because you <laughs> can't send
3: picture messages
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah the good news was I did manage to sort the Sky account out so we could get <laughs> Got there in the end. Yeah, managed to watch the race in comfort, with a glass of bubbly to hand most of the time. So Cute. I did manage to, uh, you know, have a satisfactory weekend in the end. But no, next year, there again for real.
2: i should say you, something of disappointments we just said about Honda pulling out as well. That's another sort of simmering disappointment that I think is only going to get worse in the coming year. Major manufacturers, and we mentioned this, you mentioned this particularly on the last show, Zog, that, you know, they're only in it for marketing and, and what they can no, get really out of it while they can. They're not, it's not their sole purpose in life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not just in F1 so you're looking at it now and so Honda's gone from F1 who knows which other of the car manufacturer teams Renault, Toyota, BMW might pull out but then also you've got Sayat have gone from the British Touring Car Championship yeah. oh. and then um, uh, what's the other one Oh, uh, Suzuki, Suzuki pulled apparently out of pulled out, WRC? out of the WRC
4: yeah, yeah which
0: really
5: uh, <laughs> Gentlemen of Honourable Suzuki Board of Management, it is with great sadness that I must announce today that Suzuki will be withdrawing from the World Rally Championship with immediate effect. I am so sorry. Does anyone have any question? Uh, Yes, Yakamoto-san, I have one question. We were in the World Rally Championship? Yes, we competed in the 2008 season. Uh, Are you sure? I think I would have noticed this. We were there last year, and before that, the Junior Rally Championship since 2002. I have a supplementary question. The Junior what? Look, we've been bloody rallying for six years. You're you're not confuse us with uh, Subaru? No, not Subaru. Suzuki, our rally team for many years. Why you not bloody paying attention? Jeez, I got to go break this news to our drivers. Uh, I have second supplementary question. We have drivers. Honorable drivers, Anderson son and Gardenermeister son. I am sorry to inform you that Suzuki will be withdrawing from the WRC with immediate effect. Aye. Right. And uh, why are you telling us this? Well, it is certainly very terrible news. All that great heritage, those legendary blue impresses sweeps the proud legacy of Burns and McCray. That's bloody superwo I talk about Suzuki! su zu Open your friggin' ears, you crazy European!
2: And, uh, uh, why is this relevant?
5: You, buddy, drive for them. I'm closing down your team! No, I'm pretty sure I drive for, uh, Um, you know, I I don't remember right now, but uh,
2: whatever team you mentioned, then. No way, Tony. I think he's talking about the motorcycle racing team. Ah. He's clearly confused. There are no motorcycles in the WRC, you silly man.
5: You drove one of our cars! You were in the top five of British Rally. you friggin' d***!
2: (laughs) What sort of car?
5: It was a... Jesus! I haven't got time to remember this! I've got the press waiting next door for a freaking announcement! Jeez! Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for your honourable presence here at Suzuki today. I am faith. I have asked you here, to announce that Suzuki will be withdrawing from the World Rally Championship with immediate effect. Does anyone have any questions? Um, do you have to, like,
2: actually be in, like, the World Rally Championship before you can, you know, withdraw from it? Yeah, I, I think you might be confusing yourself with Subaru.
5: Look, Suzuki was in that bloody WRC, OK? And now, we're not... Got it! Jeez, what is wrong with you people?
6: What sort of car did you use in the, uh, this World Rally Championship that you were in?
5: Look, I don't have that information right now, okay? It was, you know, uh, the small one in our range, probably. Jeez, it, it, it doesn't matter right now, okay? Just forget about it. Does anyone have any questions about Suzuki's road Car Range, then? You make road cars.
0: This is Gareth Jones on Speed Informal Speedies, the world's most informal podcast-based motoring and motorsport-related awards ceremony, without the ceremony aspect, just three blokes talking about things affectionately. Maybe we ought to do, what do you reckon, Car of the Year? Yeah? yeah our yeah. Car of the Year. This
2: being an informal Ooh. drinks party setting, I was just going to suggest that we just canter through some stuff that we've driven during the year and pick our favourite. There it is, there How it about is. That? How right, about
1: right. that? Easy one for me, because, well, now we can't can't mention one or two vehicles that... We have driven... uh, Oh, you have have the special secret things that we've just driven that are coming up in a couple of weeks. We're not winding you up, this is true. We we have
0: driven a couple of extremely interesting things over the last couple of weeks, which will feature in the first show of Season 5 of Gareth Jones on Speed, which starts the first or second week, rather, in January. And not, like I said, 2010 in the trailer of the show last week. 2009, Uh, because I thought it was already 2009. I'm from the future You are quite futuristic <laughs> Thank you But yeah We've got some real treats Amazing cars Aren't they guys Amazing oh, well, I, I'm,
1: I'm not, sure. not going to give anything away Because that would be preempting What we're going to say next, okay, but, so. uh, but, but certainly You're going to want to hear it But my car of the year No question Lotus Elise SC knew you'd say uh, it Not just because It uh, took us to the British Grand Prix But just because It's just a little jewel of a car beautiful little sports car it's everything I want out of a little sports car fabulously responsive looks wonderful goes like stink hangs on forever loved it and was pure Lotus that's what I liked about it the fact that it was real
0: Lotus Colin would have approved even to the point of having Uh, a supercharger you know a lightweight supercharged engine is going to produce more power than a big heavy clunky six or something you know so it's got to be better than the Exige hasn't it if it's you know great I'd be really hard pushed to choose a car which I enjoyed driving more than that Elise,
1: actually. And I'd be prepared to give away quite a lot of possessions in order to just have stuff <laughs> that can fit in the car. And go. Yep. people who say, well, you know, there's just not enough luggage space in this thing. Mm. Yeah, they're looking at the wrong Zog, way around. you seem
2: to have turned up at this wedding wearing a pair of jeans and an old T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, have you seen my Lotus? But oh, <laughs> actually, right.
0: I would argue that the Lotus I'll Elise... I'll try that next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would argue that the Lotus Elise is not that compromised in terms of space available. Because if you think about it, when you go to the British Grand Prix, you need all the stuff for a brilliant hot summer's day. You need all the stuff for a very chilly, cold November day because that's what it can be like in July at Silverstone. Mm, yeah. You need all the clothes for an extremely wet March day, which is what it could be like at Silverstone in July. You also need your recording equipment because you're doing an episode of Gareth Jones on Speed. You phone need your, warning: phone, this
2: may not apply to you.
0: <laughs> phone chargers, uh, uh, video cameras, yeah, exactly. Computer, all that stuff that Wide we brought with adapters. us. Yep, yeah, all that. And we all managed to get it in the car. Admittedly, yeah. it was around our feet a lot of the time. <laughs>
1: but we got it all, absolutely. So we, we, uh, we
0: carry loads of useless <laughs> shit <of> around us. <this. laughs> Here's some of the cars we've driven this year that are worth a mention. The Mini Clubman Cooper S, which I was smitten by to a point at the time where I phoned them up and said, can I buy it? And they said, yeah, you can. And I said, well, can I have a bit of money off? And they said, yeah, you can have a bit of money off. And they offered me a bit of money off. And I went back to Violet and said, they've offered me a bit of money off. I could have it. And she said, do you really want it? I said, yeah, I really want it. Then I just chickened out at the last minute. Mm-hmm. But that was really close.
1: You were that, yeah. Okay, now that counts. That's commitment. I
0: you could know, see myself true. living with a Mini Clubman, especially the Mini Cooper S version. I did enjoy the BMW 635 diesel convertible as well. I couldn't live with it because it made my son vomit. <laughs> it did it car. It was too fast for him. Uh, we've mentioned the Elise. The Bergio Expert TP. It's not really a car, it's a van masquerading as a car. (laughs) Renault Laguna Coupe GT, beautiful, drives well. I don't want to be the only person in the world driving it. The Renault Megane Hatch. (coughs) Capable, but... (coughs) The Renault Megane Coupe, actually, I quite like that, but Mm. I wouldn't say it was Car of the Year. And I can't mention some of the other cars, it's very exciting. Okay, how about you, Richie, because you had your VXR8 for a lot of the year, didn't you?
2: I had my VXR8 for a lot of the year... But I drove. What did I drive this year? You've done a list. You see, I didn't do a list. I tell you what. I, I Your okay. Swift. Oh, my little Suzuki Swift. Yeah, yeah lovely you. Little love car. that. Lovely little car. And also now there's that Renault Twingo Sports. Renault Sport Twingo Sports. The Sport. 133. The, the Twingo Sport. And I can't the remember the grammatical error. They always they, Renault, Renault Sport, Sport Twingo 133 or something That's like it. that. Right, which is about the same price as the Swift. And it's the first time there's been something for that sort of eleven and a half-ish grand because there's that Fiat five hundred a bath coming, which I'm very excited about. I haven't Rocket yet, car, which I think is quite groovy. The Twingo I haven't driven yet, but I know people who haven't. I think it sounds like the Swift is still better. Not a perfect car, but then. I quite like cars that are slightly imperfect, and I, I just found it a very usable, very endearing little hot hatch, and because it's quite rare as mm. well, you sort of you don't see them around all the time, and so it just makes you feel a little bit special. That's there. important, it's, I think. Which is, which is important. You've had a so couple I of Jags,
0: that. haven't you? A couple of Jags. Uh,
2: this year? What did I, uh, Jaguar XF that came, that was this year, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, it was. Mm, yeah. It was a yeah. that's a good car. So if I was nominating a car of the year, like a proper car of the year, like a car of the year jury do, as a sort of big. Lovely car, quite expensive. Jaguar XF is a all rounder, and I just think has a little mm. bit more character and a little bit more personality than the 5 Series or an E-Class, good though they are. And is only going to get better as well because they've got some new engines coming next year and the XFR.
0: Which, which you're going to find out about. I'm going to go find out about that quite
2: you? soon, I hope, as well, so I should be able to
0: report back
2: uh, in, Excellent. I don't know, a couple of shows' time,
0: maybe. Um, did, did you hear that then? Was I was that? so excited about the prospect of the new engines in the Jag, I went... I clicked like a little, a little hole. squirrel. I'm not sure what that, that means. But I was very quite excited by it. Quite weird. I'm going to stand over here now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so,
2: yes. But actually, real world car of the year, if I was sort of giving someone some advice about what's a great car, and it's never what wins actual car of the year, very rarely, is it? I mean, Vauxhall Insignia. Mm.
3: Yeah. Do
2: you want to know a funny bit of trivia about that car, though? Vauxhall Insignia. Quickly. Car of the year, European yep. car of the year. They had to pay the makers of a defunct 80s deodorant and men's toiletries line, also called Insignia, some money for the name.
3: Hmm. No Seriously And
2: they were going to call it The Aura Which is what the Saturn version Of the Vector Is already called In the US So the plan was Have a global name For this new medium sized car Aura So it would be The Vauxhall Aura The Opel Aura The Saturn Aura And Unfortunately, in Europe, Citroën still owns the Aura name because it was a model of ZX. It was, And wasn't they said, it? you can't have that, presumably because they thought a brand new, quite good-looking Vauxhall rep car would somehow get mistaken for a 15-year-old Citroën ZX. <laughs> <laughs> don't understand why, but that's what happened. So, anyway, Hang it's on, not the Vauxhall Xenia, which I haven't driven. I don't particularly, you know, I'm just not that fussed not about. However, enough. my actual car of the year, real proper car that does everything is a true class act, would actually be the Ford Fiesta, which is... Just a very, very good car.
0: But good did Fair Ford pick. have to buy out a porn magazine to make that car available? <laughs> Several
2: porn magazines, in fact, as well. <laughs> uh, did well, buy them out as much as just take out subscriptions. Did you not up. remember in, uh, that? Uh, forgotten eighty special edition, the Ford Sierra Readers' wives Bumshot Special. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's my car. I would say the Fiesta. If you, you know, it's, it's not particularly expensive, and yet it feels quite expensive. It feels like a polished, well-honed car, and also apart from the others I think it looks fantastic. And when you turned about making, here, I mean, the, the
1: four are making... In terms of the look of their car, they're just performing so... Mark, too much. Yeah.
2: However, sorry, I was just going to wrap this up really quickly, because I have waffled on, and that's my sort of, oh, give you some sensible advice, car of the year. However, the car that I absolutely fell in love with, and because I had it for six months, was my Vauxhall VXR8, which yeah. is yeah. not... A well polished car Does not feel especially expensive It it, it costs £35,000, £36,000 uh, Obviously I didn't pay that Because it's a long term test car But it just about feels that But you'd get into a £35,000 BMW or Jaguar And you'd realise what £35,000 really feels like mm. And yet I absolutely adored it If you like imperfect cars It was deeply imperfect But absolutely adorable Superb rumbling V8 engine Had some louder pipes put on it It sounded terrific Chassis Bit loose, but actually rather fun because of it. And just a very, very comfortable car. I think Magnetic, it's actually perfect. amazingly practical. lot of room in the back,
0: lot of room in the boot. Superb driving position. A Lotus Carlton for the 21st century. Not as well honed, but you Have been it's reading got... Auto Express again, Gary? Is that what they say? Probably. Is it real? I don't know. <laughs>
2: they always say things like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've never driven a Lotus Carlton. I don't think so. I think the Lotus Carlton was probably a bit more unruly. I think this is actually a very usable, very livable with car, as long as you yeah? can stomach the fuel consumption. It was a bit lively in the wet so, uh, I won't talk about this yet but I've just got its replacement which is a Mitsubishi Evo 10 I suspect the one thing that I will be thankful for with that car if nothing else in the coming months like January and February is four wheel drive because when the weather turns that's what you need
4: and you're listening to Radio Norway and that of course was AHA And coming up in a moment, more. Aha! But first, a travel and weather update. Over 47 centimeters of snow fell overnight, and the snow then turned to freezing rain, leading to large patches of ice, which has now been covered by heavy snowfall, approximately 10 centimeters per hour. All roads are running normally. (laughs) Hey, you're tuned into Radio Canada, eh? We'll be right back to our Alanis Morissette is nice hour in about a moment. But first, some travel and weather news.
3: Canadian Travel News
4: Massive amounts of snow fell about the country overnight, leading to drifts of up to 10 meters in places. And the bad news is that snow just keeps falling, with temperatures down to minus 27 centigrade. There's a lot of ice out there, and snowfall of up to 86 centimeters expected in the next hour alone. All roads are running normally. Okay, you're listening to Radio Great Britain.
6: Apologise for what just happened there. It seems to be a problem with the with a desk, and I appear to have played four minutes of an irritating wide. Which uh, oh, producer Jane's just gesticulating to me. She says actually that was the new single from Scouting for Girls. <laughs> okay, right. Uh, Time for travel and weather news. and uh, it's not looking good out there guys Uh, a snowflake has fallen near Leeds, I repeat a snowflake has fallen near Leeds, all motorways are completely impassable as a result, the M1 is gridlocked, people are literally abandoning their cars the M6 is jammed solid and the AA say it's likely to be that way for up to six months, meanwhile the M56 is so bad it may have to be thrown away and started again in case you just joined us, this all because of the small snowflake that has fallen near Leeds. Uh, it's basically travel chaos out there, guys, and the National Weather Center says this misery will continue until April, adding that you may as well just kill yourself now. And speaking of wanting to end it all, here's the
0: new single from Scouting for Girls.
3: Next Metro,
5: Gareth
0: Jones on Speed! Well, another year of Gareth Jones on Speed... Comes to an end. This isn't just the end of 2008, it's the end of Gareth Jones on Speed, season four. And if I can persuade Zog to do a remix of the theme tune for season five, it might be worth it. Have you still got I the project?
1: I'm, oh, of course, yeah. yeah. There's, although I've, I've got a couple of ideas for how I might change it that need a bit of special research, but uh, oh. yeah, I'll see if I get that oh, we'll, special we'll research.
2: Tahitian we'll nose flute. <laughs> And other
1: songs by the four. Electronic Ford. only, please. Um, <laughs> none of this acoustic
0: nonsense. I want to thank you all for downloading our humble little podcast made from a living room in North London for the last 12 months. I set a target this year. I thought that by the end of 2008, over that 12-month period, 250,000 episodes would have been downloaded. As of today's figures, the day we're recording this show, we are already over 300 Thank you very much indeed. So uh, we salute you with the only way we know possible please don't drink a drive, but do have a big drink, but have a drive first. Um, absolutely. Cheers everybody. Cheers. Happy New Year from me, Gareth Jones. Season's greetings. Happy New Year. And we'll see you sometime in January for the season five, I can't believe, five years of Gareth Jones on Speed. It's ridiculous. How could that be? It's a Yeah. And we'll leave you with a big, dramatic, sloppy, seasonal song, as we do occasionally like to do on this programme. And this one we've written in the style of an X-Factor finale, really, because it's been that sort of year. And this is a song perhaps to the number one driving in a team by the number two driver in a team it's called I'll be there for you and we'll be here for you next year Happy New Year everybody
3: in the family. Gaffjones.tv More information and lyrics at ww.garfjones.tv or subscribe for free at the iTunes Store. Gav Jones on Speed is made by WhizBack. <laughs>